0: Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast with your hosts Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go! Welcome to the Laugh. This is brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my amazing best friend, Michelle, with 1L Van Dusen. Did I see the ukulele, Michelle? I mean, I see one behind you, but I saw one that would coordinate with my outfit today. Yes, you would. Uh, this one has strings. That one does not. So so what do you do with a ukulele with no strings? It just sits as a background. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just sits as a background. And then it's, I have that weird paint. I shouldn't call it weird. I'm don't sorry. Don't call it
0: weird. Don't call it weird. I am sorry do not call it weird do not i have a turned
1: sideways. So it's actually um, supposed to go upright. So
0: I'll fix that later. That, that's why it doesn't look right. So what do you got back there? It's a painting yes, from your son. son,
1: correct? Yes, that is correct. And it is a Lego that um, he made last night or yesterday sometime and it's uh it's acrylic and so it's it's several layers and um looks like someone smushed it almost but it's It's really
0: cool it sounds like you say lego i did say lego it's not a -A l-a-y-g-o no how
1: do you Uh, spell it
0: it It. Uh, but lego l e g o are you a comedian what just happened there into the eye roll okay and you said lego you make fun of the way i talk all the time and you yeah. and you literally lego. just called it a l a y g o it's lego l e g oh yeah oh like leg, not lay leg yeah.
1: fine you know what why don't we just get right to our our, uh, our guest today? guest? <laughs> Oh, you know what had, happened? Today? Fun
0: banter. Yes, tell me
1: what happened to you today. Okay, please. so uh, we were having lunch. We were preparing our lunch, you know, so that we had like hot potatoes and some other stuff. And I was pouring my drink and I went to put a lid on my drink and it
0: didn't fit. <laughs> then I spilled it everywhere. <laughs> so, what was it? What drink? What kind of drink?
1: Uh, it was Rip Beer. And I don't have, I don't have soda that often. And so I, I was going to have root beer because I had some last night. Remember, I, like and I was going to have some and um, I just, it spilled everywhere. And I'm like, Oh, so we had to clean up every, everything. <laughs> like it wasn't just, it didn't stay in a nice little puddle. It just continued to go down the counter. And down uh, the,
2: so two no. minutes
1: later, we got to have
0: our lunch. <laughs> well listen okay so the little the I want to say little girl but she's about to be a mom um, uh, her and her husband purchased the house that we sold last year right and they're about to have a, their uh, first baby and everywhere oh, in Kentucky are stink bugs right now like everywhere like Michelle I sent you a video earlier and I was talking to you in the video you have to go watch it later I got attacked by a stink bug in the middle of it it <laughs> flew into my ear like you, okay so they call me Junebug and I'm freaked out by bugs but so <laughs> (laughs) She was trying to deal with stink bugs, I think, and she came home and she had one of those. um, She had one of those fly strips, and she had Mm -hmm. hung it on the back door to try and catch this, or she was going to hang it on the back door. And did you? I I haven't. No, no, no. I hadn't heard of this. I hadn't heard of this before, but uh, she said that the instructions said to put like a cup of chocolate, like chocolate syrup, at the bottom of it, and it it draws in the bugs or whatever. And so she had attached this little cup of chocolate and she had put the bug strip in. And the next thing she hears is her dog yelping and he is running all over the house with that <laughs> bug strip stuck to his fur, slinging chocolate Everywhere, like, This is, this is, um, th- these are the people that I enjoy on Facebook because they legit are just telling you real things that are happening in their lives. Those are the, the kind of things that I just imagine that poor pup just running around everywhere and, and slinging the chocolate and, but, um, but okay. So I had a weird thing happen to me today too. I had the weirdest pickup line ever, like ever Okay, okay, so there was um there's a really fancy Wait, uh, aren't you married? Who are you picking up? I am married. There was a really good looking dude at the at the Goodwill. Um he had like he had slicked his hair to the side, you know, like all three of them. And he gave me a grin with like this one tooth. <laughs> And he was like, hey, and I said, how you doing? And I was excited because I found some Halloween decorations and I put like a pumpkin and some other things in my cart and I parked it at the end of an aisle and I was looking at some other things and I look over and he was digging like in my cart and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. That's um, that's actually some things I'm going to buy. And he goes, I know. He said, I just uh, I just think you have a really nice coffin what What? i had a little skeleton coffin and it was so cute a ceramic and it had like a happy skeleton on the top and he literally winked at me and told me i have a nice coffin <laughs> what is that this is why that's i will forever odd. stay faithful to my husband i don't want to go back out there michelle i don't i never ever ever want to have to go through this again <laughs> that's just that's just Creepy. It is creepy, but We're it's October. Creepy. It's October. Well, I'll tell it, you who's not is. creepy, and uh, I'll tell you who's pretty amazing. Our guest today, Michelle Van Dusen. Yes. What do you tell us who is on the show today? Okay, so today we have, uh,
1: she's a co-host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Soul Funny Radio Show. She's a 2012 winner of the Laugh Factor Competition. She's from Florida. Sometimes she's been called Christian comedy's sweetheart because of her friendly, approachable style of delivery, Fifi has impeccable comedic timing and brings this fresh wind to the stage. Some call it an anointing, some call it a gift, whatever you call it, it's evident that she's got it and has been a blessing audiences for 15 years. Let's welcome Felicia Frazier to the
0: Laugh Support Podcast. All right. Woo. She's here. She's here, and she brought she brought the sweetest I think character ever. Like I can't see Elmo and not think la 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 la, la, la Elmo's world. <laughs> Elmo was like my oldest son's. Like man, that was his dude. We had yeah. Elmo everything.
2: My son was in love with Elmo when he was younger. So this is his Elmo that oh. transpired over to my daughter now so it's hers mm. she just likes to fight him she doesn't necessarily love him she's into word party
0: oh yeah i loved <laughs> um i loved mr noodles do you remember mr noodles that was with yeah. uh, he was a clown the and he had big
2: stick guys yes he was, he was so, so
0: cute oh my gosh i loved anyway okay so this is not about Elmo. <laughs> this is about you felicia Quiet Welcome Elmo. to our show. Yeah, you know, he's going to have to behave back there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this will be the first podcast we've had someone beat up on Elmo. So, But we'll yeah. see. He'll behave. No puppets pink.
1: were harmed in the making of this podcast. It
0: was no. Just that <laughs> but no, we're so excited that you're here. Um, in your intro, Yay. Michelle talked about how uh, you're a co host on a uh, radio show. Is that correct?
2: Well, former co host. Former co host. Our. Our fearless leader—he's having some health um, issues mm. right now, so we had to um, stop the show until mm. you know he's in recovery for some some health issues that he's been having. So,
0: yeah. So, so had you done radio before? You were the
2: co-host of that particular show,
0: or was that no, a desire done,
2: for you? Well, I've done—I uh, had done a lot of guest spots. I had been asked, you know, by a couple of the um, the gospel radio programs, you know, in the area to be like a regular, you know, on their program. But I, I never really had the time, I would say yeah. to kind of commit yeah. to it. Um, and with the So Funny radio show, um, during the time that we were doing that, we would only like tape maybe twice a week. So I could kind of fit it into the schedule oh, yeah. as opposed to doing like a live radio show. It's like very demanding on your schedule and having yeah. little babies, uh, yeah, so, but I love I love doing radio. I love doing um interviews, um yeah. I, I love so that. so were you all on Facebook? Were you broadcast
0: on Facebook uh, well, so when you had, did the radio show?
2: We had a an, a streaming app, and it was on the Soul Food. Um, uh, what is it called? I can't think of the name of it, but it was a nationally syndicated um a gospel radio app. Oh. Nice.
0: So I did it. I did radio, but I did it like 22 years ago so oh, this wow. was before Facebook was like a big deal this is before you know uh, people were you know now if you work in radio they're broadcasting live on Facebook while they're on that you know you you can right. see them and that's what I loved about radio is because you couldn't you be see seen me. we were behind like I literally I, I would be like hey this is you know I was J.C. Stone on one station and uh, Junebug on another station but I would be I'd be like if you see me out I'm four foot three brunette <laughs> brown eyes you know and the, the next week, I'm like, I'm six foot seven. <laughs> and like, you know, and I would just make up whatever it was that I whatever that right. I look like. But now like, you got to go, you got to be ready, you got to have hair done. And I would do voice tracking. And I would be there at like three o'clock in the morning doing like a whole weekend show for something and no one ever saw my face. And I'm like, I, like- I don't think I want to do that. But then here we are on a platform yeah. where we're, you know, People get to see you and they want to
2: see you. It's like, who wants to just hear your voice? Like, what do you look like? We want to see your facial expressions. I think it's a lot of pressure. And now people don't really have the opportunity to just have a face for radio. So.
0: I know. Oh. I know. So this is the radio. I was like, nobody knew when I gained
2: weight. Nobody knew when I lost weight. I mean, as no far as makeup. They knew, yeah, I yeah. My eyes swollen. I got all kind of stuff. Listen, Mm-mm. now you got to come in ready. Is yeah. Torture.
0: Michelle, did you ever work in radio? <laughs> uh, officially,
1: no. Have I been on the radio? Yes. My dad <laughs> yelled at me because I broke that officially.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, you listened to the radio maybe you did that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i did there was one show in houston um that brent had gordon and i on oh
0: yeah so yeah show
1: that he did there and then so no
0: oh so i'm talking did, about comedian brent reed and you're talking about uh gordon douglas who gordon is douglas. the uh chaplain for the christian comedy association yes
1: yeah? and and brent is a radio guy and so when we when gordon and i were down in houston for some shows with Brent, uh, he invited us to his radio show. And so he interviewed, you know, we just did a couple of things on there.
0: That was, he is one of those guys that has that voice. Like, you know, when he's speaking to you that, that he's worked in radio and I listen uh, uh, Fifi, I've lost my Southern accent when I was on, (laughs) you know, when I was working in radio, I was very careful and, and calculated and practiced and made sure that, you know, it was just a,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's been 22 years. So, (laughs) Mine kind of it seeps out whenever I go like up north to like Maryland or Chicago, mm-hmm. they're always like, Are you from the South? And I'm like, well, How do you know that? Yeah. I, I never I never we think know. I have an accent, but they always kind of just you're from the South, aren't you? Like, mm-hmm.
0: Whatever, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I have so to do really with
2: my nice. Like that's that first. You're, oh, first being nice. you're nice.
1: You know, oh. so anyone from the South is typically nice. Yeah. That's right, that's a dead giveaway. So right. if I anymore, ask how, how you're a little doing. meter.
0: Just be a little more meaner. Just, you know. <laughs> well, Felicia, let me ask you this, okay? So the so the podcast is called Laugh Support, and as I shared with you a little bit ago, our background stories, Michelle and I are are literally each other's laugh support in this crazy world of comedy.
2: Right.
0: And so, when you think back to uh, you, you said you've been doing comedy for fifteen years, yeah. you know, and you think about th- that Felicia Fraser getting ready to go on stage for the first time and in that first year or two, as you were doing the, the, you know, diving into comedy. Can you think of anybody who necessarily would stand out in your mind that would have been supportive to you at that time or helped you along the way as you were trying to get started?
2: You know what? I had a lot of people um, that I was thinking of on my mind. But when you asked that question, the first person that came to my mind was this pastor who passed away this week. Mm. Um, his name is Pastor Curtis Miller, and I remember, like, this was when I first started. I had about ten minutes worth of jokes that I could right. do. You know, I, my my set was, you know, it wasn't wasn't tight. You know, and. He saw me uh, host a program and he told me, I want you to come to my church and and do comedy for our young people. And I was like, okay, you know, I wasn't charging money at that time. Like it was just like, okay, I'll do it, you know. And that was all the way back when I first started. And he brought me into his church maybe about three times for like that first year. And every time he had a program, he would bring me back and then he when he asked me he was like, "Well, are you charging money now? You need to start charging money. You can't uh, be a gift for free, you know." And all the way up until last year, he had a uh I think it was his 60th birthday party. And he invited me to come and I did a 25-minute set for him and he had a ball. And it's like thinking about, you know, him and how, you know, he let me come to his church and do jokes and I I was green, you know, but he was just like you're funny, I want you to come. And I was like, You sure? You know, oh, wow. and, and that, that gave me so much confidence, just being able to be in front of, you know, people who I didn't know, who didn't know me. And I was able to do those those 10 hot minutes that I had put together.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: it was it was so that just thinking about what you just asked me, he came to my mind. And he was just, he's mm-hmm. always been, you know, he was always such a really supportive guy really mm. great pastor. He wasn't my pastor, but he was, um, re- he was related to my pastor by marriage. So I knew him from like a little girl. And as I got older, he would always be like, you're funny. And then when I started doing comedy, he was like, I want you to come. I was like, "Yeah!" Oh. You know? so that was, that was one person that I can say. He really, he really helped me because he put a lot of confidence in me, not knowing me, you know, Ooh, in that yeah. way. You know, when somebody, because my pastor, you know, gave me like a pedestal. He he let me do stuff at the church all the time. He made me host programs like on a whim, you know, just for me to mm. get, you know, Mike experience. But this particular pastor not really knowing me in that way and saying, I want you to come and inviting me back. Even if I didn't do an amazing job, he invited me back again. And he's like, mm. I want you to keep coming back because you're, you're good. And I'm like, I guess, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah. I don't believe, I definitely don't believe in coincidences. So the fact that, that we asked you to be on this week and that somebody that has, uh, you know, received his eternal reward, right. Right. Is somebody who's on your heart. And that's, and that's what we're talking about. What's really cool about that. I think is we, we've talked to a lot of Christian comedians and um, as far as the church is concerned, you don't always get that. You don't Mm -hmm. get pastors who are like, come to the church and, and you know, tell your jokes, your 10 yeah. minutes of material and and supportive of you. A lot of times, you know, their their pastors, you know, we'll hear stories from people who are like, no, my pastor shut me down or I had to leave my church because they didn't want me to, you know, to be doing what I'm doing and I knew God called me to do it. You know, like we'll wow. hear those stories from people. And what a yeah. huge blessing to not only cause you said your pastor, he gave you some, you know, we would call it stage time in a club. Right. But Literally it was just time to to get comfortable being in front of people. Oh, it was and, crazy. Like I was so like 17,
2: 18 years old, June.
0: What'd you say, Michelle? Uh, he, that he it's it's fantastic
1: that you're that he saw the gift in you. Yeah. And he wanted right. to encourage it and help grow it. Like that is a true pastor in a pastor's heart, right there. Right. There's there's some men pastors that look at a woman like, no, you can't do anything here. You know, right. you can't go off to the corner and go maybe teach the women, uh, go watch the babies. So (laughs) for this, for you to have an encourager that early, then that's a clear, you know, God called you into comedy, you know, and, and just for a man of God to see that gift and just to pull it out of you. That's
0: fantastic. I love this. And yeah. you said you were Pastor Miller saw that when you were 18? Is that what you were saying? You were only 18? Yeah, my my wow.
2: pastor was Pastor Robinson. He when I was it was earlier than that cuz I started doing like skits with my brother when I was like 12, oh, yeah. 13. And um he you know you know how you know in in the the holiness pentecostal church sometimes the lord has to give you a word and he spoke into my life one day and i think i was like 14 or 15 and he was like i see you in front of audiences and i was Mm -hmm. like Right, right no and you know as i got older he would he would come to me like during when we had like youth services and stuff like that he'd be like listen I want you to host the program. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Why can't I just, and he'd be like, because you need to get ready. And he was like, mm. there there are things that God wants to do and I, I want you to get ready. And he would, it would be so crazy. Like Sunday church, Sunday would be church. It'd be Saturday night. It'd be 9.00 PM. And he'd call me on the phone. and be like, Hey, I need you to host tomorrow. Okay. Bye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all of 17 and a half.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, he was preparing you. He was preparing you for comedy in oh, yeah. the journey because you'll get that nine o'clock call that says, hey, are you booked tomorrow? Because so and so can't be here. And, you know, and can you do the gig? So yeah. he was real. I love that the that the one pastor was um was asking you about pay if yeah. you were if you were making money yet, because I, you know, I was kind of like you when God called me into comedy. I was like, no, not me. Like, you don't want me doing this. And and I was, you know, kind of resistant stuff. And then I, I thought, I can't, if it's ministry, you can't charge money for that. I can't. Right. I can't. But uh, I went to a, a, a retreat with... Um, uh, several, it was called oh. SheCon. It was, it was all, you know, Christian comedians and it was all just women speakers. And, oh, um, and so it was led by um, Lisa Mills, who's out of Atlanta and Kay Dodd who lives I out, know out her. of Atlanta. I her. So, you know, Lisa and Kay, so Lisa and Kay were doing that. And I remember Lisa telling me, she was like, do my honey. You, you, I mean, you can do it out of the goodness of your heart but eventually your gas tank's going to be empty and you can't get to the next gig. Like yeah. You're going to have to, yeah. you got to, you know, it's okay. It's okay to accept payment. And she said, you know, and you just got to pray about it. There'll be times that you do shows for free and those kind of things. And I, and I do that. I really enjoy doing free shows. Let's not put that out there too much, but <laughs> I enjoy even more the money shows. But, but no, like, um, but there are times that God's like not, yeah, just, when they Mm -hmm. ask for pay, you just tell them, you don't, you know, you don't need it and whatever. And, and he's always blessed me. He's kept the gas in the tank, but I love that, that not only did that pastor uh, see what your, your pastor saw in you, but he just, he said also, you know, to make sure that
2: that you were getting payment for that. Do you remember your first paid gig? Do you remember? I don't, I just remember like getting um, an envelope, like, Getting envelopes and they'd be like, "We're gonna give you a little love gift," you know. Yes. They'd be like, "Do you charge anything?" And I'd be like, "No." And they'd be like, "Well, we're gonna give you a love gift anyway," you know. And then they'd like slide an envelope in my hand, and I'd get in the car, and it'd be like fifty bucks. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's my goodness, hospitality, you know. Mm-hmm. Not let everybody see, you know, you getting your money, you know, sliding mm-hmm. in
1: your hand. Was it the Holy Ghost handshake? Is that what that is? <laughs>
0: yes. Right. <laughs> God bless you.
2: <laughs>
1: Slide, Slide it, it in there. <laughs> Michelle, do you remember your first paid gig? Uh it was a hot dog and a bag of chips.
2: So look, sweet. gift baskets. hmm They give you the gift basket with the bananas and the fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it was just a alone. hot dog
0: and a bag of <laughs>
2: chips. <laughs> I got paid
0: I got paid in a bowl of chili and cupcakes. Wow. Ah, it I was really good cupcakes. chili. Yeah. <laughs> Was really good. Good. I didn't care. I gave the cupcake. I when I say cupcakes, I don't mean like they had to be a couple cupcakes. I mean they had gone to uh, Sam's Club, and it was a fundraiser event for um, an institute for the blind, and they had bought all these cupcakes. And it was way too, you know, too much or whatever. And they're like, here, take some with you. And it was stacks and stacks <laughs> of cupcakes. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? And so I ended up bringing them back and taking them to the youth group. And, um, and, and, and for whatever reason the because you know how creative youth group leaders are, they're always trying to do something funky and fun and whatever. So they had a um, let's see what we can fry <laughs> night. And they had these like, pots of oil and they were deep frying um snicker bars and Oreo cookies and all that stuff. So they were like, wonder we can deep fry uh cupcakes. <laughs> so I just started frying <laughs> <my> cupcakes. <laughs> and I'm like you know <laughs> but, it, but, but it's okay you know it was okay i had a great time at that event i i've, I've worked for cupcakes <laughs> i have before i will do it again
2: <laughs> so. look I, i've literally had that sign in my mind we'll work for food um <laughs> yeah. they'd be like we can play we can pay for your plate and i'd be like okay what are you guys serving i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> you, you have
1: that backwards you're supposed to be like what are you serving Okay, I'll okay, be there. Yes,
2: I will.
0: Or listen, um, yeah, I got no, the yeah. I got the menu for an event I'm doing here in a few weeks, and they were like, it's it's like a county fair theme to this women's event. And so they're doing at like, every, like talk about fried. There's fried chicken and mashed potatoes and like all kinds of pies and all that stuff. I oh, normally yeah. don't eat before a show because I get so, I just get nervous. I can't yeah. do it. That's going to be hard smelling fried chicken and pies <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to resist. I'm going to make myself sick. Okay. I could talk about food all day long and you know, because I love food. <laughs> See, but um, I'm
2: very envious of people who are able to just like chow down before they go on stage yeah i'm Mm. like you i can't do it no and you know the the servers will come and they'll be like are you all right Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with your plate and i'm like no i just can't eat it right now until i'm i go on stage yes oh okay i'm sorry you know yeah so (laughs) do you have any rituals it's gone Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes they will throw it away. Like yeah. you got to guard that plate. They will take that, that plate and they will throw it away. Cause I, I, I don't want to be rude and not eat. But I'm always like, listen, right. I, you know, I yeah. just I always have to wait until afterwards. It's just you know whatever. But but that's spiritual. kind of part of my. Yeah, that's kind of part of my ritual. Like I pace, I walk around, and I pray. And now I, Michelle says I praise because I, I have a song that I sing. And so, you know, kind of warm up your vocal cords, but also it's the, um, it's the, I love you, Lord. And I lift lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul rejoice. Take joy, my King and what you hear and let it be a sweet sound to your ear. And so it just reminds me that.
2: (laughs) And reprise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: But it just reminds me like what I'm saying, I want to make sure that what I'm saying is sweet to his ear. Mm -hmm. And it helps me warm my vocal cords up. And it is just a kind of a routine of like, if I do the same thing, that I'm ready to go. Do you have like any kind of routine or anything that you do before you perform?
2: Well, I always pray. Sometimes I pray twice. Um, mm. and I make sure that I, I always pray the prayer, Lord, let my words be your words. Mm. And whoever was sent here to hear what it is that you have to say, let them be received, let them receive it tonight in your name. So I always say that, um, I usually well, it depends if I get really nervous, I'll pace a little bit like I'll be like, excuse me, I'll be right back and mm-hmm. I'll go into like the lobby or the, you know, the, the sidewalk and just kind of pace back and forth until I get my breathing pattern together. Yes. Um, so I do pace a little. I always pray. And I like to watch the, the crowd like, mm-hmm. you know how like when you do certain events and they're like really big events and they want you to come out you know, from behind the stage and be all. yes yes I'm like can I just sit outside with everyone else yeah (laughs) because it it allows me to feel the energy of the crowd and that always helps me kind of know how to start my show and then sometimes you can get you know little things to add to your bit based on what happened during the program you know right something happened and everybody saw it I'm gonna say something about that so that everybody can laugh about it you know and you know the elephant in the room is like okay Everybody saw when the pastor fell. It's right. Like, right. Somebody right. gets up, get the ambulance, you know. You know. <laughs> yes. So I like to be in the audience, and that's kind of my ritual. So when I'm not allowed to do that, I'm backstage and I get really nervous because I, I can't feel the audience's energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll I tell you what i the front row. I was at a show not long ago. And I I'm the same way. I want I want to be, I want to see what's going on. And especially like if there's somebody else performing. Um, you know, before me or whatever. I want to be out there. I want to watch them. I want to listen to them. I was at a show recently at a club and there were two girls and they were, it was a guy, a girl, two guys, then a girl. And literally the first girl's material, that second girl was, you know, three comedians passed came right. out and opened with the same material. Wow. Like same subject, same thing everything. And I was like, had she just been listening, you know, had she just, because this was a club you could sit in the back, you could, you know, but it was like, whatever. She just, she just didn't listen. And she came out and they were, you know, talking about the exact same products, the exact same everything. And I was like, Um, oh no, you You know, know, I want to, I want to listen. I want to know what somebody said before me, you know, I want to make sure I'm not doing the same stuff.
2: I agree. That's happened to me, you know, um a, a few times actually, quite a few times where um certain comedians that I kind of, you know, roll with mm. um one time, I don't know if he did it on purpose, but one guy actually used one of my punchlines. The subject was the same, and then he used one of my punchlines at the end, and I don't know if he did it on purpose, because you know how sometimes stuff kind of just comes out, and you remember hearing it, and it just comes out, because I've done that to other people, and I'm like, ah, darn it, that wasn't my punchline, you know, but that happened, and I was like, I was going to say that joke, oh, so that I had to, like, in my mind, I had to go back to the drum board, like, okay, I can't say that one, I can't say that one, but it, like you said, because I was out there listening, I was Mm. able to Adjust, you know what, my, what I was going to be presenting to the crowd. So mm. that's mm. a big thing being able to hear. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let me ask you this: fifteen years you've been doing comedy. We talked about that there was somebody there to support you when you got started. Have you had an opportunity in the you know over the years to to be able to mentor or to you know just be a supportive person to
2: another comedian along the way? Um, I've had a few opportunities um, for that. It's kind of weird when you think about you being. Someone who has history. I'm trying to mm-hmm. say this in a good way. Um, <laughs> you, said you, you don't want to call yourself old, is that exactly? I don't want to. I'm I'm historic, <laughs> mature. I have, I have seasoning, An elder, a wisdom, <laughs> just with the show. <laughs> <season. laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's weird to think about that because you know the time goes. And you're working and you're doing shows and you're doing events and you're learning things about the craft and you're learning things about people. You're learning things about the audiences. And then as time accrues, you're just like, man, I've been doing this a long time. Mm. And then someone who just started comes in. They're like, well, what do I do with this? And then you have answers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like I've kind of had that moment where I'm just like, I can't believe I'm, I'm kind of like an OG a little bit. Hmm. Oh, God, I'm old, you know, (laughs) because, you know, when I started, I was like 21. You know, I was hot out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now you're just hot.
2: (laughs) Listen, I was a size four. I was 21. I was living life, you know, and, you know, I've been able to as the years have gone by different people have come to me. I actually have had like sit down meetings with different people who mm. they wanted to, you know, get started with comedy and I was like, can we sit down? And I, I go to Starbucks with them or go to Dunkin' Donuts and we kind of sit, I'd say, bring your notebook. Cause I'm just going to talk. And you know, I don't, uh-huh. I don't know. Sometimes I go off on tangent. So you might have to write it down. Cause I'm not gonna remember what I said. I'm a little ADD and I go off on tangent. Uh-huh. Um, mm. so, <laughs> so <laughs> I've done that a few times and, um, I've tried. I, I, I like to pour into other people. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm just, oh, so amazing, you know, because we all have things to learn. And there are plenty experiences that I haven't had.
0: Mm-hmm. But with
2: the experiences that I have had, I am always willing to share. And sometimes I give, I give like information or I give advice to different comedians. Like when we were on the So Funny uh, radio tour, we did um, maybe about 12 dates in, uh, in the Southern region, Southeast region. And we had a couple of comedians that came in and they were like opening, you know, for us, you know, mm-hmm. in the 10, the 10 minute, 15 minute spot. Um, and, you know, when I noticed certain things, I'm like, Hey, you ran through that last joke a little too fast. That yeah. second punchline mm-hmm. would be a lot better if you take your time getting to that part. Or if I see a comedian, I'm like, listen, your pacing was a little off, you know, if the audience can't hear you, they can't laugh with you, you know, that kind of thing. So right. I'll, 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 give little tidbits. If I see something that I think that they'll be receptive of and I'd be like, Hey, can I, can I tell you something real quick? You know, or I'd, mm-hmm. or I'd be like, Hey, you know what? You can add this to that joke and it'll be even more funny. And they'd be like, Oh, I like that. And they write it yeah. down. I'm like, I should have just stole the joke, whatever.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's definitely so. a thing. That's definitely a thing. <laughs>
2: But I, I understand how important it is um, to help support other people. My brother is actually, um, he's on the, on the fence right now about wanting to start uh, oh. comedy. He's older than me, but he actually helped me write my first set. He's oh. extremely mm. funny. He's like my, um actually, whenever I do hosting events, I take my brother with me because he helps me think of things on my feet. Like I'm like, hey, come oh, in, come like, in. What nice. you see, what you see, and he'd be like, okay, say this and this and this. I'd be like, okay, break. You know. <laughs> so he's wow, like, wow,
0: that's so he's cool. Like my backup,
2: he he's amazing. Like he's always had amazing comic timing. He has like like a YouTube channel. Um, shout out to Brit Pot. Um, but <laughs> he's he wants to start doing um stand up, and I've been you know helping him come up with you know different jokes to kind of build up his set because he does comedy and other things. He likes doing videos and that kind of thing, and I'm like. You know, you're never too old to do a little stand up.
0: No, I don't know how old he yeah. is, but but God didn't call me into it until I was 42. So yeah, and I was like, nah, I'm too old. I'm too old to be been doing this. Years. So, and that was yeah. That's just so yeah. So I've been doing comedy for 20 years. You've aged well. Thank you so much. No, you know, I at the time that he called me into comedy, I had a friend who uh, was telling me about a man in their church that was ninety years old and had written out his New Year's resolutions. He was saved at seventy-five. And he told God, he said, every year I'm a, you tell me what you want me to do this year, and I will write it down, and I will go for it. And he said, no, I didn't know if he's going to give me two years, three years, whatever. And here it was, 15 years later, and he was writing out his New Year's resolution. So I'm like, okay, if he can do that at 75, I'm i I'm a bust it out at you know 42 <laughs> years old. We'll see what happens, you know, and. And that's really cool. That's so cool that you've been able to have that opportunity to be with your brother, to um, have some time to invest in uh, in other people. I just imagine, though, I I think this is an opportunity though. when you were like, I should have just told the joke, you could have done that. (laughs) Then when they came to you and they were like, Felicia, I told you that joke. And you would say, young one. (laughs) This is a lesson that I wanted you to learn. See, in comedy, people will do that. And I wanted you to come to me so I could teach you how to handle that. (laughs) See, you could have worked that in your favor. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying one day, one day when I'm a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to shout out. Okay, so we can catch Comedian Fifi at, pop it up there for me again, Michelle. Comedianfifi.com is where you can find her. And then, um Do you have something coming up in November that you wanted to share? Anything? Sure.
2: I'll let uh, anybody in Pompano or Broward County in that area on November 20th. I'm going to be featured at the Light Up MLK um, uh, holiday celebration that they're going to be doing for the city. I'll be out there. And then on December 3rd, I'll be at the 15th Street Church of Christ doing some jokes. If you are in the area and uh, you want to come by. it would be awesome.
1: And what was your brother's name again? Because you gave a shout out, but you said it so fast I missed it.
2: Brit Pot. B-R-I-T-T-P-O-T. P-O-T. Brit yeah. Pot. All yeah, right. his name is Britton Portier. You uh-huh. know. Yeah. That's but so fancy. His common name is Brit Pot. Yeah, he's Looks like um comes. his, you know the the actor Sidney Portier? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My brother's grandmother is Sidney Poitier's father's, I think, uh, sister. Oh wow! (laughs) Okay, deep, deep, deep relatives, but yeah, yeah. My dad,
0: my dad's name is Hot Dog, so I don't (laughs) (laughs) really. His his grandmother is related to Heinz Fifty Seven and the Mustard Company. So, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Felicia, thank you so much for joining us today on Laugh Support. We truly appreciate it, and uh, it's just been an honor and a pleasure to have you here today. So.
2: Thank you for having me. Yeah. So that's going to be
0: it for this episode yeah. of Laugh Thank Support. You. I'm June Colson. As I always say, Jesus and Junebug loves you. And Michelle <laughs> Van Dusen, have you decided on a closer yet? I'm just going to go with today hugs and love. I'm Michelle. <laughs> Hugs that's and love. It. If Fifi, I, I used to, um, I tried to talk Michelle because I say Jesus and Junebug loves you. And, and and for weeks, I tried to get Michelle to say, little Michelle and the Messiah want you to take it higher. <laughs> that's all I get in a hand. That's all I get in a hand. All right. That's it for this episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening.